today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. So this is the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Tubes. I'm actually one half of the Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Actually, I'm probably only 25% of Woody no. and Tubes. Really? To no. be honest. You're here. Hello. Hello. What's your name? Do, do you know what I forgot? What? Well, we knew it was International Women's Day. And what I loved about today's show the most is Hobart Tasmania calling in mm. to just give a shout out to incredible women in their lives. Everyday Excellent. Tasmanian women that are doing incredible things with their family, for their family, friends, employers. I love that. But do you know what? I forgot about my own protest. What was that? And that's really annoying for me. I didn't realise you had a protest. No. Well, because I didn't protest. That's why you wouldn't realise. What I was going to do, because women get paid on average over a lifetime. Yep. A million dollars less than men. Yes. And it's about... Which 25, is bullshit. It is. 25% less than men we get paid. Yeah. It's average $250 a week. I was going to talk 25% less on the show. I was going to only talk for what I was what? paid to talk for. Then what? And you don't I have you, you and not You and I have pay parity. We do. We do, and that it's lucky for you that you have pay parity with Correct. me. Correct. But I was still going to protest on behalf of all the women, and then I was, no, you wouldn't really want nurses and doctors and that to stop working for twenty five percent of the time, would you? Anyway, it was a protest that I was thinking about. I think, and I've clearly just broken the, my pro, own protest by talking for this long. <laughs> no, I have. So the protest, well, yeah. starts now. All right, we had some great guests. We had Mel Ransley, who's a construction worker here, talk about her role and how far things have come in her short career as a carpenter. We spoke to Kirsten Conan, a gynecologist and obstetrician, and we talked to the captain of the Tasmanian Tigers, Elise Vellani, about how far things have come in professional women's sport. Here's what you missed. You know, I just... No, that's it. You're done. By not, to- <laughs> by not talking, I think I just talked myself out of a job. You did that really well. That's frustrating. <laughs> and it was very quick and concise. <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. Triple M Breakfast. Live on the listener app across Tasmania and on FM 107.3 in Hobart. Good morning, Tazzy. Good morning. Hello, Hobart. Hello and happy International Women's Day. Wow. It's a great day, isn't it? It's a great what day. I'd love to do today, I would love to celebrate everyday Tasmanian women that have just had an impact in your life because there's so many of them oh and of course across the show we're going to hear from some incredible successful tassie women in sports and construction but i'm talking about the everyday woman as well that does incredible things who's someone you look up to well mom would be my mom definitely for so many reasons one because i'm 38 and living (laughs) on her couch (laughs) <laughs> but more than that, but I also think with that, raising you would have been has... hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a commitment to daughter award, like commitment for trying. 
<laughs> I mean, she did say she was hoping I was a boy, but she says she's happy to have a girl now. Yeah. No, I, it definitely would be my mum because she she has a real quiet strength to her. And when life is just sometimes throws you a few, she has never wavered. No. She, she would do whatever she'd have to. She always says to me, you never stop being a parent. You're always my baby girl. And isn't that right? That's not right. When I'm lying on the couch in my fluffies and she's making me a cup of tea. No, I do. I seriously do. I think she's been through... My mum's been through so many difficult and challenging times and her strengths never wavered. No. What about you? My mum, for sure. Yeah. Strong, assertive, loyal. A role model for me, even as a male, to... You know, she's had her challenges as well, but she she's always there and she's a constant in my life and um, I'm thankful for her. I'm also thankful for the partner I chose, Erin. She's an oh. amazing mum. She's smart, brave, all of those things that I hope my kids are. And um, Yeah, there are two that come to mind just straight off the top of the head, but there's a lot There's a lot around Tassie that are real inspiration. Oh. And we're lucky enough to chat to a few of those throughout Absolutely. the day. Absolutely. But then you've got teachers and counsellors, and we're also going to speak with someone that's doing incredible things in women's health. Yep. And we would love to know if there's anyone in your life you want to give a shout-out to that has had a positive impact. You can text 0488 or you can call anytime, one triple three five three. That is the number. Yeah, it's all for International Women's Day today where we embrace equity across Tasmania and our Tasmanian women. Rachel from our Hobart newsroom is in the studio. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Happy International Women's Day. Thanks. Great to be here. Happy to be born a woman. (laughs) Born a woman, yep. (laughs) Who are some of the women that you look up to? This is a really difficult one. It's one that I kind of struggle to answer because there's so many women in my life that I love and that I do look up to. And there's obviously the big ones that, you know, the ones with the bigger platforms. But I feel like today I love what what you guys are doing with shouting out everyday, everyday women. And I kind of want to follow that. And it's the female friendships in my life. I think it's my female friends that I've met through work, the, the women I work with in our office are just magnificent, powerful women, my female friends who have, you know, overcome so much in their own lives but aren't recognised, that aren't given a platform, aren't applauded on days like these. It's, you know, my friend my friend Britt who's a working mum. She's also a breakfast um, radio, she works in breakfast radio and she has a small kid. She has a small kid yeah. and she does so much um, and she's just one of the most amazing women I know and she inspires me daily. And then it's, you know, my female, other female colleagues who have moved across the country to do jobs like these and who have, you know, sacrificed so much for their careers and for their personal lives um, to make, you know, to do what makes them happy. And I think that to me is really, really inspiring. Yeah, and we'd love to hear from anyone that you would like to shout out to. And like you said, Rachel, every day, Tasman. I'm going to hear from some high-profile ones, of course, but everyday Tasmanian women, and you gave me goosebumps and I'm wearing three puffer jackets today because <laughs> I haven't experienced cold like this since last winter. <laughs> since October. <laughs> but but the, the female friendships, mm. um, and I have a real um, – uh, one of my best mates, Christy, who we've been best mates with since grade four, and I know whenever – there's long periods of difficulty or you go through extreme heartbreak or loss, mm. 
always there. Those women will always and be there. And they will just pick you up. Yeah. lie there and watch 20 episodes of Judge Judy telling people off. <laughs> and they will look at you snotty and crying. Mm-hmm. And they will love you. I know. And they get you through, in particular. I'd like to give a shout out to her, actually. Oh, incredible, I strong. I love woman. that. There's, I mean, there's so many incredible female friendships that I have in mm. my own life that I would not be here without. Yeah. There's women that have picked me up from my darkest ever moments and that have been for me, been there for me every day since. Women who haven't walked away when things got hard in their own lives and have still been there for their friends. I think they're just women. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Tens across the board. There are also some things about International Women's Day this year that are news breaking and trying to bring things back to equity. And mm-hmm. and one of those things is the pay parity yeah. gap. And oh. I know you're quite passionate oh. about this, these, Rachel. Uh, oh. these Don't figures... get Rachel and I started. We're already cracking <laughs> I like to call today International Female Rage Day. Um, <laughs> no, look, all of these figures always come out today and it is important to highlight yeah. The gender pay gap and, you know, inequality within our society. And figures have come out today from the Australia Institute that over our lifetime, women are a million dollars worse off than men. And that to me is heartbreaking and it makes me so angry. And it should. We should be angry about this. We should be passionate. And I hate that these figures only come out one day a year. This is something we should be talking about every year. And it's great that it's getting coverage because this does need to be addressed. The pay gap is closing so slowly. We're, you know, it's set to be closed by 2053. It's not soon That's, enough. That, excuse me. But I'm why does it take bullshit. that long? What I don't, you can say that. Hmm. I, I think International Women's people, Day. People say this, and yes, we should close the pay gap and we should do this, but it comes down to our employers. You know, if you're an employer, looking at your staff, looking at what you're paying everybody in your company. I mean, like, how can we make this fair? Oh, I don't understand why it takes that long to mm. close a pay gap. I know on average it's about $253 a week oh. that women get less. Then, man, it just yeah. blows my mind. Well, hopefully, I know that we do talk about it specifically on International Women's mm. Day, but I know amongst my circles, my friendship groups, we are talking about the inequity in pay and that it is bullshit, <laughs> yeah. that it is garbage because the same job, the same pay for the for regardless of gender. I, mm-hmm. Like, and I believe that, and I and I know you do, and I hope people out there are starting to talk about that inequality that happens every single day. Especially Absolutely. when you're raising a daughter too, Tubes. Well, this is what, uh, you know, you want it to change for the next generation. And mm. it's not just about that. It's about yeah. what's right. Yeah, I know. You know, it's about what's right. And I, I, I've said this story before and I know we've got to keep moving, but I've said this before. When I had my daughter Molly, I was so happy. She was the first thing that I ever truly, properly 100% wholeheartedly loved without even knowing her. She came out and I hugged her and I Aww. walked around the hospital and I had her in my arms and all I wanted for her was to have every single opportunity that I've ever had. Mm. And I knew and I walked around that hospital in the middle of the night, gave Erin her spell because she'd just been through a marathon, held this baby in my arms and I immediately thought all I want is the same opportunity for her that, she, that I've ever had. Mm. But I knew in that moment that even though at that time it was the most – like the best time for it to be born a female, we still had work to do. We have so and, far to go. And I know we've got a long way to go and I want to be an advocate for everyone to just be treated the same. Absolutely. The, equally. And that's what International Women's Day is all about. Definitely. Thank you so much, Rachel, from our Triple M Hobart newsroom. Thank you. It's Triple M Breakfast.
You can grab us anytime, one triple three five three or text. Oh four double eight double eight one oh seven three. Hey Woody and Tubes, me and my workmate Jamie have been working all night on a call out. I think it deserves a ticket in the meat tray. Cheers, chap. Every time you yep. interact with us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes, you get a ticket in the meat tray. You're in, chap. And I'll tell you what, we're gonna give away another meat tray today. We usually give them away on Fridays, we're doing it today. Hey Robbo. Wow, Robbo. Is that okay? He said yes. He Let's said wow. It. He great said idea. wow, Robbo. Great idea. They're open seven and he days. He does. If you talk to Robbo, wow is his favourite word. So we'll give away meat trade. All you got to do is nominate a female on International Women's Day, some woman that you love, that you're inspired by, an everyday Tasmanian. Yeah, you can I think get a ticket we, in the metro. It, it's it's as, as amazing as it is. We're going to have some incredible women on in the sporting, construction, and health uh, industries in Tasmania. But you look at everyday women, the staples in your life, your sisters, your aunties, your teachers, your employee, your, your employers, your friends, whatever it is, give them a shout out. 100%. Triple M breakfast. Somehow I just got held hostage in my own puffer jacket. No, it did. I couldn't get my arms out. It's like a straight jacket. I thought, oh, here we I go. I only hope. I'm being committed again. <laughs> I'm not making a joke about that. No, well, you didn't have a jacket on. No, I'm... Went to a health clinic. That's okay. That's good. Yeah. That's what we're and celebrating. And you know when I did go to, <laughs> I went to the Hobart Clinic when I was, I'm struggling with a bit of anxiety. And when I went there, I said to them, oh, because I'd watched um, the movie the night before with Jack Nicholson. Oh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah. Nest. And I said, I'm allowed out, aren't I, once I, when I, once I put myself in. And they're like, it's not like the movies. It's not like you interrupted and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Anyway, takes me back to then. If this, you are struggling with mental health, yes. you can call Lifeline one, uh, 1 13 11 14 is the number. And it is, and it's the best thing I ever did. I know we weren't going to talk about that at all. We weren't, but, but I think I would like to nominate you as an inspiring female oh, on International Women's Day because of, I, I had you written down. I had you written down when you asked me at the top of it at you 6 o'clock. You don't have to do I'm that. I'm not doing this. I'm not I doing it. I didn't ask him to the, say that. You're making it sound like I asked the you The way to. you speak about your own mental health struggles <laughs> has been inspiring and I think our listeners would agree that it's nice to hear that people have struggled, particularly with people in a position that you've got right now, that people would think, oh, everything's rosy and happy, that you do, that you did reach out and that you did get help and that you are happy to, to talk about. And I had an incredible um, team of females around me as well, doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists. Yeah. All people of- that did the groups. Um, and I'm not saying that men aren't as well. But I know in that time they all pulled together and it, it, and it can take a while. I mean, my only advice to every, anyone struggling out there is to keep trying because I know for me I felt like I'd tried everything. Yep. And, it, and oh, please just do it because I promise you, promise you, promise you that you can get to the other side. And like we said, if you need a more immediate support, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14. This is Woody and Tubes. It is. Oh, oh, we did it again. It's International Women's Day, of course. Today we embrace (laughs) equity and we are talking about Tasmanian women that inspire us. And we call them every day, but not every day as in we're talking about these women that are staples in your life that just are incredible. And if you want to nominate someone, we'd love to hear about a woman or women in your lives that have made a positive difference or impact 
on one triple three five three or text oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. We're giving away meat trays today too. Yeah, Rog in Eldersley's giving us a call on one triple three five three. Morning, Rog. Who would you like to nominate? Well, I'm actually really lucky. I've got four of them in my life. Ah, oh, brilliant. You greedy got, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got my birth mum and my stepmum, so that's Liz and Barbara. And I mean, obviously, if I uh, if they they weren't around, I wouldn't be here. Um, yeah. Then I've got uh, my mother-in-law, Cheryl, who uh, was a well, is a farmer's wife and um, worked through the 67 bushfires, floods, all the rest of it. Uh, but then, it, in, in my personal view, and no disrespect to the other three, nobody holds a candle to my missus. Ten. Ten. Wow. Ten. Tell us. She's um, no, no. She's she's phenomenal. Honestly, we've uh, we've been together for twenty years. Um, I've never seen a more strong, more willed, and more caring person than I have when I've seen Ken. I, I I was blessed the day that I met her. Oh, Rog, wow, you Rog. make me emotional. Well, shout out to those four women in your life. You're wow. very lucky, Rog, and like Woody said, very greedy, nice stuff. You got a ticket <laughs> in the meat tray. A sticker I just say, stepmum and mother-in-law and his own mum and yeah. his wife. Brilliant. You yeah. are winning, Rog. I absolutely am. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good on you, Rog. And Rodney and Signic. Morning, Rodney. Morning, guys. How are you? Who would you like to nominate? Uh, my wife of... 27 years, my two daughters and my three granddaughters are all legends. What are their names, Rodney? Uh, Sonia, Alyssa, Samantha, Delilah, and, uh, yeah, just hate you. Good on and you. And what impact have they had on your life outside of the fact that you're their father and their husband? Like, what is it that they bring? Well, well I wouldn't want for anyone else, you know. Yeah. Went for a hard time there once. My wife still still by me every night, every day. Went out with the fruit loop. Yeah, good yeah. on, good on you, Rodney. We love hearing from you. You can call us anytime one triple three five three or give us a text oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. This is Woody and Tubes. man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose, broke a record. That's not news. Ended up in hospital for attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not news. No, wait, I'm not finished. <laughs> we love to celebrate love on this show and love can ha- come in many forms. Yeah, we've seen uh, someone marry a ghost, someone marry a rag doll, someone marry a bridge, I think, someone married a bridge. Yeah. Tree? Someone married a tree? Well, that's a new movement that's happening where naturists... I don't think it's new. We've had widows forever. Can you Google that, Producer Rhea? It's uh, naturists... No, I can tell you what. That no, are no making, need to Google it. They're no making need. love to trees. No need to, we- no need to Google Why? widows. No, it's not weirdos. It is. If it's consensual, it's legal, and you're not hurting anyone, who cares? How are you supposed to do... do how are you supposed to make love to a tree... That's not in a public space. I don't think Plant making one in your love, backyard. I don't know. Making love in a public space is not. I'm pretty sure is not legal. So, and don't you have trees? Weirdos have been away around for ages, so we don't. I don't actually need to don't. Google. I don't actually think it is. Okay. Dendrophile. Oh, that's a person who loves trees. Yeah, dendrophile. There was a woman who had a boyfriend, and she was also married to a tree. And at Christmas time, she would light the tree up. 
Anyway, I just love love. You know Hang this. On, she made love to a Christmas tree. You know this. Do you not pay attention? To be honest, no. <laughs> Here's a couple of, that I found. There's a man who has married a character from Nintendo. Nintendo video oh, game. A man. I'm going to say Princess Peach. Yeah? Am I right? It says Nenny. Nenny? Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't know, know who, who that is. I'll have to Google, I'll, I'll have to Google that. Nini. Yeah, for, it's a Nintendo DS video game. Love Plus. It's a virtual dating game. How do you spell Nini? N-I-N-I? N-E-N-E. Oh, that's Nini. Nini. Anyway, he got married in Guam, where it's legal Guam. Guam, where it's legal to marry inanimate objects. Oh, in Guam you can do whatever you want. And you can also marry imaginary objects. Nini Angasaki. Okay, like so... Like, remember when... You remember Milko from Home and Away? Milko? Yeah, Milko was Sally's imaginary friend. <laughs> Did you have imaginary friends growing up? No, mate, I had oh. real friends. Real I ones. had a fake one called Leonardo. Oh, yeah? After the turtle. Was it a turtle? I haven't even got to the guy that married a pillow. <laughs> Just, you, you did this. You derail me on purpose. I don't. Oh, we'll and have then, to bring it back tomorrow. Yeah, or we just do the whole show with... No. If you were to marry an inanimate object... You've asked me this before. What would you marry? No, thank you. Not for me. It would be a piece of food, wouldn't it? A donut. No. We're going to brighten your day next with money for you to treat yourself at Brighton's Best Bakehouse in Hobart's easiest competition. It has to go off and we have to stay on air once we start it, just after the news, until it goes off. And it's definitely happening. Yeah. Definitely. I'd probably just start calling now and just stay on hold. It's Tubes gives way too many clues away. I'll give you the quickly. question now. No, don't. Yeah, why not? Don't why? I am the f- who, So who am I? Yes. I am the first Premier of Tasmania. Oh, don't. Female. I'm Chips. the first female Premier of Tasmania. Give me a call, one triple three five three. Why would you do it like that? That should have been the last question. Because it's easy competition yeah, and it's 50 just... bucks to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Why not? One triple three five three is the number to give us a call right now if you know who the first oh. female Premier of Tasmania was. Well, Google it. Google it there and then go. call it. One triple three five three. This is Woody and Tubes. It's Triple M It is International Women's Day. And you can nominate any woman that's had an impact in your life, on your life, teachers, partners, sisters, hint, hint, brothers. Leaders. <laughs> whatever. 04881073 is the text line, or you can call 13353. Across the morning, too, we're going to hear from three incredible Tasmanian women that are really in the elite ends of their fields and doing incredible things in health, sport and construction. That's on its way, but right now... 50 bucks to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Do you know I reckon that intro will go longer than this competition? Because (laughs) you just gave away the first question. It's a Tasmanian. Who am I? The first one to get it gets 50 bucks to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. You just gave away the easiest question ever that you can Google. Yeah, it does matter. Brighten your day with Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Make the drive today. The question was, who am I? Yeah. I'm the first female 
Premier of Tasmania. And you can call us on 13353, just like Marlene in Lutana has. Good morning, Marlene. Good morning. Who am I? Barbara Giddings. What gave it away? Well, I knew. I'm an old lady. No, oh, you're not. <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't Google it because I don't know how to Google. But you Googled it from your mind, right, Marlene? Yes, I did. Well, you've got $50 to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. You are not old. You are our best vintage. That's what you are. Yeah, but it's Ladies' Day today too. Yes, it is. Would you like to nominate anyone in your life or yourself? No, no, no. No. Oh. No. Okay. No. No, I like that. I'm hey, not saying anything look, else. Look, all power to you, Marlene. You can do whatever you want. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> 50 bucks to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse is all yours, oh, Marlene. I love you. I love Happy you. International Women's Day, Marlene. Thank you. Thank you. It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. That's how easy our competitions are. Oh, it's ludicrous. Straight up. Triple M Breakfast. Thank you to Peter, who texted in. You cut me off earlier, not surprisingly, Peter. when I was trying to give you the top three things that people have married. Peter does not exist. Peter does. <laughs> Peter does not exist. He's, he lives in Petersville. <laughs> he does. And he uh, said, Tubes, yeah. stop cutting Woody off. Oh, yeah? I love her stories. How did he sign off? Pete. <laughs> Pete. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, we are talking earlier about I love it when people... It feels to me like sometimes love can be quite complicated, right? Yeah. And so sometimes people, and as long as you're not hurting anyone, as long as it's consensual and it's legal, do what you want, marry what you want. We've told the incredible story in her Marry who you want, not what. Well, you can. It's actually legal in some parts of the world yeah, to, you to, told to marry inanimate objects. In fact, you told us that Guam, in Guam, yeah. someone married a Nintendo character called Nini Agasaki. Yeah. That's not even a thing. That's a cartoon character. Yeah, but it's an inanimate object, and you're allowed it's to not marry an, obje- an object. But is- it is because he married. Can you have you not seen the wedding photos? <laughs> the wedding photos. He's holding up the Nintendo. The nin- the actual console. Yes, I have not shown you Goodness that picture. Me. Oh, it's there it is. I'll show it to you. See, oh. so he can marry an object. Yeah, he doesn't look like a weirdo at all. There were three hundred people doesn't at look, the wedding. He doesn't look totally strange. But anyway, you cut me off because you do, you're doing this again. I just want to get to the rest of them. <laughs> I'd prefer if we didn't. Um, there's another guy who married a pillow, but what he's got is it's almost like a big doona cover pillow, hmm. but it has um, a girl's, a woman's face painted onto it. And so it's a huggable pillow from Japan, and the pillow also wore a dress for the wedding. There were over uh, 600 yeah. people See. attending. Look, this, and people but isn't that, what... doesn't that seem uncomplicated? <laughs> There's a photo of a bloke holding an enormous pillow, cuddling it and kissing it underneath a flower feature. You, haven't, you have not kissed a pillow? <laughs> 100% I have You've not never, kissed a pillow. Oh, rubbish, you haven't. I have not kissed a pillow. You have not kissed a pillow when never you're in my pretending life. to make out with someone? No. <laughs> never have I done really? that. Jeez, you're weird. No, you, no. You, you really are weird. Oh, yeah, you, no. Like, I'm, I'm the weirdo. I'm the one also, that's strange. You never have even practiced kissing on a mirror. You no. just did it on the real thing. Learn on the job. Poor thing, whoever <laughs> Learn that on the was. Job. No, well, you know, it was a little awkward at times, but then... You know, oh, that's away. sad. And it took me a little while. What about eating your pillow? 20 years. <laughs> Have you ever eaten a pillow? No, mate. You've never woken up and you've been eating in your dream and you've been eating your pillow. 
Oh, there's something wrong with you. This is some... No, there is. Oh, I wish is, we don't have time to get into all your problems right now. This is some sort of confession from you. It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. We have to be very, very careful here. This is Woody and Tubes. It's Triple M Breakfast. It is International Women's Day and we are celebrating all the incredible women in your life. And we've had some greedy ones, haven't we? we How have. about earlier? Yeah. Old We're, mate, his stepmum, Rog, his stepmum, yeah. his mum, his wife, his granddaughters, his daughter. Yeah. I, and I love that. You know, on a serious note, though, I love that we're doing shout-outs to these women that are incredible and shining a light on everyday Tasmanians that have had such an impact on so many people's lives. And they all do, you know. Every single woman in our lives has such an important part to play in what we do, whether we're male, female or, Teachers, or otherwise. employees, Every... friends. If you'd like to nominate someone, we're giving away meat trays this morning to that female in your life. 13353 is the number tubes. Or you can text... 0488881073. John in Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, G'day, good. John. Would you like to nominate any females in your life for International Women's Day? Oh, my wife, Natalie. Oh, good on How you, How long Natalie. have you been married? Six years. Wow. And it's what... Been it, sorry? It's been torture, but... <laughs> for her, perhaps, John. Good on well, you, John. Actually, <laughs> that's spot on, mate. That's spot on, actually. <laughs> it could be a shout-out I mean. for her dedication and loyalty. <laughs> Good on you, John. Thanks for your call. And Alish yeah. in Kingston has given us a call. Good morning, Alish. Hi, how are you? Who would you like to nominate for International Women's Day in the meat tray? I would like to nominate Jess Palmer. Hello, Jess. What's <laughs> What's special about Jess? Um, I work with Jess, but she's also doing a fast-track nursing. Um, she plays heaps of sport. She just had a, a car accident a little while ago, so she's struggling a bit. But she does everything for everybody, and she's just got the most beautiful personality. Love that, Alicia. And that's one that's thing incredible. that I admire about females is their resilience in situations that are pretty tough. Thanks so much. You can nominate your female friends colleagues, family members, whatever on one triple three five three, we're giving we, away a meat tray. We have a shout out to, and this person says, to my neighbour who at 70 has started a degree purely so she can help her best mate get through dementia. That's amazing. She has started a nursing degree Brilliant. just so she could be there for her best mate of 50 years. Of Is course. that not that's, just like... That's inspirational. What? And we've got a text here from David in Melbourne on 0488 A shout-out to my sister Catherine and mum Karen in Blackman's Bay. They work tirelessly as primary school teachers in the state system. He also says go Tigers. Uh, it's not about the Tigers today, no, David. No, it's all about International Women's Day. Nominate your females and your women <laughs> in your life. 0488 is a text. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. We are acknowledging the women in Tasmanian society. Everyday Tasmanian women doing wonderful things. And one of those wonderful women is Mel Ransley, who is Build Up Tassie head coach. Good morning, Mel. Good morning. What does that role entail, the head coach? Uh, it's a little bit of a complex beast, but essentially my main job is to run the orientation program for Build Up Tassie and kind of just fill gaps and 
and help where I can with the rest of the team. For anyone that doesn't know about Build Up Tassie, you're a wonderful charity trying to help people afford homes here in southern Tasmania and all across the state. Yes, so we um, partner with St Joseph's, which is the building houses side of things. We also run a pre-employment program based on construction. That's right, trying to help vulnerable Tasmanians get into the construction industry. So what's your trade? Uh, I'm a carpenter by trade. How long have you been a carpenter for? I think we'd be going on about seven or eight years now. When you first got into the trade, because I know that the numbers are still very low for women in trade, but they're growing, which is positive. What was it like for you going into that environment that typically would have been full of men? Yes. um, (laughs) When I first started, I think I was maybe one of two women within about 80 men. Um, So that was quite intimidating. Um, And, I mean, I came from an all-girls school. um, So working with all men, even looking at a man in the eye was a bit terrifying for me. Um, But quickly learned and adjusted. And it is nice to see that that's not the case so much anymore. And it's not necessarily having an attack on on men or that industry, but I guess there would be basic things like was it uniforms or just things that had traditionally been catered towards men than women? The one thing that was quite difficult for me was finding um, uniform that fit or more essentially PPE that fit. So I think I wore boots that were quite a bit too big for me for quite a few years. But it is really exciting to be able to walk into those clothing stores like we could work where um, and see that they do have women's clothing on stock now, um, which is super exciting. So don't even have to order it in. That is wonderful. How can we help push women's equality in the construction industry, Mel? Um, Very good question. I think the one thing I would say is to anyone that has the opportunity to help is don't let those preconceived stereotypes um, of women not being strong enough or not being a woman's place or any of that type of stuff stop you from hiring females. There's a labour shortage in construction and we have a whole demographic out there that want to work and want a chance to join construction. So let them. You are leading the charge out there at Build Up Tassie, of course. It's International Women's Day today all around the world, Mel. Who are some of the women that you look up to? Oh, my God. Gosh, there are so, so many. Um, Which is good. There is obviously mum, um, but there's a fantastic woman called Alison Mirams and actually Joe Farrell as well, who are some pretty powerhouse women in construction that um, we from Build Up Tassie and St Joseph's has, have worked with and listened to a lot. Um, and I really respect the work that they're doing and the, the charge that they've taken in inclusivity for women in construction. I love that you said your mum as well because that's what this day, well, I guess here on Triple M what we wanted to do is really celebrate everyday Tasmanian women, the ones doing, you know, that are in the spotlight doing incredible things, but our day-to-day women, our staples in our lives. Like mine would be my mum as well who got me through the most challenge. I always have a crack at her and she does not me, but (laughs) got me through the most challenging part of my life and without her, I don't know where I would be. So I love that you said that too with your mum. We are, we need to be really thankful for those mums that we've got and all of the all of the amazing women that are in my everyday life as well, from work yeah. to hobbies to sisters to friends. Um, 
Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what, and if anyone wants to nominate anyone, anyone that's had that positive impact in their life, you can do that this morning on 133532. Mel Ramsey from Build Up Tassie, the head coach out there, leading the charge in encouraging women to consider the construction industry for their career. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thanks for having me. Do you not have a spare minute on the weekend to look at a leaky roof, do you? <laughs> <laughs> for a price, mate. Ah! <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. This is Woody and Tubes. Triple M Breakfast. It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes, acknowledging the women in our lives and everyday Tasmanian women doing wonderful things. We've got one of the great Tasmanian leaders in the studio with us. A very good morning to Elise Villani. Good morning. Great to be here. You and your team made Tubes the most emotional I've ever seen him <laughs> at a sporting event. Or talking about a sporting event, Tubes. It was the best sporting event I've ever seen in my entire life. Without peer, this sporting event was the Women's National Cricket League Grand Final with your team, the Tigers, running out victors in one of the most incredible finishes in any sporting event. I didn't get a chance to talk to you after the game because you were very busy. How does it feel? <laughs> Is it come back to earth a little bit in the last week and a half? Yeah, I mean, initially it was all a blur, to be honest. I felt sick the entire game. It was one of the worst games that I've ever been a part of, and just in terms of, like, a stress level on, off the rain, so many different things in the second half of that game when we were bowling that I just was like, I just need to get this over and done with because I, I can't be in this state anymore <laughs> where it's just so stressful and you just don't know what's happening. So I kind of just wanted to fast forward to the end just to have it all done and just see what, what the result was. But at the end, I was pretty bloody happy, to be honest. And, you know, all the stress and feeling of sickness was was definitely worth it to, to come out at the other end. And, and just in that moment, yeah, it was unbelievable. I've never been a part of something like that. Never will, never seen it. Would not like to be in a game that close again, to be perfectly honest. Can we just recap the last over, Tubes? Anyone that has not yet heard about this incredible game... It was legitimately unbelievable. Sarah Coit was charged with the final over of the game and it was ludicrous. They needed four runs off the last over to win South Australia and they were doing it easy. They were doing it really easy. Sarah Coit took the ball. First ball comes in. Bold. One wicket. Gone. See you later. Next wicket. Comes in, chipped to Short third, third. Yep. for one run. Gemma Barsby's on strike. She's in form. She's been smacking it around. She's the captain of the South Australian cricket team. Sarah Coit comes in, bowls one through. Bang. Caught by Emma Mannix Jeeves behind the stumps. Stumps her. She's gone. There's two wickets in three balls. They need three runs off the last three balls. Next one. Smashed back towards Sarah Coit. She taps it off her fingers, back onto the stumps, runs out the batter at the other end of the pitch. They're gone. There's three wickets in four balls. They need two more. Next one. Comes in. LBW straight through the gate. She's gone. Three runs to win off the last ball. In comes a new batter, Anishu Mashengwe. She smacks it straight to this lady who's in the studio, Elise Villani. They go through for run. Elise Villani's got all the time in the world. Goes through, <laughs> takes the stumps off, gone. Tasmania win by one run. It was the most incredible scenes I've ever seen. It made me emotional and the jubilation I've never experienced like it before. What did it mean for you to lead 10 different women plus the squad of women at Cricket Tasmania like that? Yeah, well, I mean... I've got goosebumps just sort of listening. That was remarkably retold. I, I know. Just say, um, your memory is so much better than mine. But um, 
But yeah, I mean, first of all, it's an incredible privilege to be able to lead the girls. They are a wonderful bunch of women. I love the organisation. I feel extremely valued in the organisation. Our team feels really valued in the organisation and the girls just play for each other. Just something that you don't get in every sporting team and you can really feel that amongst the group, which is amazing. To be able to come out as the victors at the end of that was unbelievable. One, because we should have lost. In that last over, I reckon there was probably a couple of percent chance that we would have actually won that game. I thought at the very least, let's try and get it to a super over. And then to actually be able to win under that pressure and for the whole team to, I guess, hold their nerves, remain calm. Sarah Coit was obviously a miracle worker, but the entire team was actually really calm in that moment as well, which is a credit to everyone. So to now be in the position as a team where you feel like you're never out of it and you feel like you've proven to yourself and to the rest of the competition that you can win even when you shouldn't win games, I think that is a truly remarkable achievement for the group, knowing that a couple of years ago, Tasmania probably was in winning positions and didn't know how to win. And now we're in losing positions and somehow we can still win. So that's just unbelievable, to be honest. Elise Villani, stay right there. We'd love to chat with you next about cricket and how far it's come for females on a professional level. We are joined in the studio by Tassie Tigers captain Elise Villani, who is here celebrating International Women's Day. Obviously, you've been playing cricket such a long time. What has the journey been like for you to get to this point? I mean, the, the pathway now is so visible for young boys and girls coming through the ranks that it really can be a sport for all now. I guess the only reason I got into cricket is because I've got three older brothers. So it it wasn't because I saw the game or I saw other females playing and I thought, oh, that's something I'd like to do. It was literally, I just followed in my my brother's footsteps because in the backyard we were playing cricket. We were kicking the footy and I sort of fell into it that way. The very first cricket team that I played in, I was the only girl in the team and in the entire competition. So... I wasn't surrounded by other females. And to be honest, I, I always felt like a huge outsider because I didn't see any of my other peers. I used to get really embarrassed at school saying that I was playing cricket on the weekend because it wasn't a, a dumb thing that a female would do. So, mm. you know, people would ask, Elise, you know, what are you doing on the weekend? I'll, I'll play cricket and hockey and basketball and, you know, really sort of try and hide the cricket because it felt like a, a male sport, so to speak. So to see now that there's so many females that you can easily see on the TV playing the sport. I love the fact that it is so visible and all the young boys and girls growing up can see their idols on TV, can go to games, whereas I didn't have that and all my idols growing up were all males. And I feel a little bit embarrassed to say that because I wasn't aware of the other amazing females that were playing the game until I was older. How does it feel to see young players like Amy Smith, Julia Kavanagh, Claire Scott, come through the Tasmanian program that have had more than what you had as far as female role models to look up to? Well, it's exciting. It took me a, a long time, I guess, to, to accept who I was as a person and to feel comfortable in that, particularly in a male-dominated sport. And to, to see these young women growing up where it's perfectly normal and acceptable, I guess, socially acceptable to be playing you know, this incredible sport. I just love the fact that hopefully they feel like they can come into the environment, be themselves from day dot, which is only going to help them be the best cricketers that they can be because I truly believe that it's important to create environments where everybody can come to work be themselves and we can all work together to get the best out of ourselves and each other and therefore that's going to breed the best environment for success as well. Who are some of the women you look up to? It's a good question isn't it because I guess you know there's different females 
that I look up to for for different yeah. things, if that makes sense. You yeah. know, often people go, who's your role model? Well, there's not one single role model that I can think of because I am inspired by so many different people for so many different reasons. You know, my mum, for instance, is is one that springs to mind because she's such a, a giver. She really cares about everyone, always thinking about other people and the way that she genuinely authentically cares for others i love that about mum and and hopefully you know there's a little bit of her in me in that respect then there's so many trailblazers in women's sport that i look up to and people that aren't well known kelly appleby is someone who was a victorian cricketer and really took me under her wing she taught me how to drive on victorian camps and that sort of stuff and and built my confidence when i was younger and you know would always instill that belief in my game and you know she's someone that i looked up to Catherine fitzpatrick a ex-Australian fast bowler. She used to challenge me a lot and at the time I hated it because I used to, I just wanted the honey, you know, I just wanted the arms thrown around me and make me feel good about myself but she used to challenge me and then that really helped shape that side because it didn't come naturally to me. So she, you know, used to challenge me, used to make me work harder to want to prove myself. So there's just so many examples of different females where they're just incredible and and such great role models. And I think that's what we've been celebrating this morning on International Women's Day is, of course, you've got the success, but the women in everyday lives that have helped shape you, like you said, whether it be your mum, your auntie, your sister, a work colleague, an employee, there's so many incredible Tasmanian women that we can celebrate. And I know personally, for my even my own career in radio, there's been women that have gone before me that have helped to kind of take away that male-dominated industry, and it can be tough to be in. So I love that you said your mum. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> what does International Women's Day mean to you? For me, it's just making it really simple in terms of celebrating the women in, in the world, what each woman brings to others in their life and what makes each woman unique and special and that's what we need to celebrate because I, I think that everybody everybody's differences are their strengths and I think that that's what we need to celebrate in each and every woman and, and that's what that means to me, I guess. Well, Elise Villani, we really appreciate your time. You're one of the true leaders here, not just in cricket, but in society in Tasmania. We really appreciate you coming on to help us celebrate International Women's Day and congratulations on being a champion two times in a row. Thank you very much. Cheers. This is Woody and Tubes. Every single week we give away half a grand. That is guaranteed. Lock that away and we're doing it again right now. Our state's best on show. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tassie Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Let's get straight into it. Alan from Glenorchy, can you test your buzzer, please? It is your name. There, well done. Out nice. And Rachel in West Moona, good morning to you. Happy International Women's Day. Good morning. Thank you. Test your buzzer, please. It's your name. Rachel. All right, Rachel and Alan, let's do this for $100 thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Question number one, what is the name of the Tasmanian... It's multiple choice. What is the name of the Tasmanians, uh, Tasmanian who voiced Blinky Bill? Was it A, Robin Moore, or B, Robbie Moore? Al. Al. B. Rachel, would you like to have a guess? Well, Rachel's going to have to go with A. <laughs> Beautiful, and I'm glad you used your buzzer there. Question number two. Oh, this is a good one. Which notable Australian fashion designer was born in Tasmania? Was it A, Colette Dinigan, or B, Alana Hill? A. A. Al. Wait. Al. 
Ay. Just like that. This is really <laughs> close now. Rachel, would you like to have a guess? Well, Rachel's going to go with B. Wow. It's Rachel quite knows. incredible. Rachel, <laughs> somehow you've fallen backside first into $100 cash. Well done, Rachel. <laughs> oh, I love thanks, it, Al. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Listen, Rachel, you've got two options. You can take the cash or you can come back tomorrow and risk it for $200. I'm not feeling in a risky mood. I'm going to grab the cash, please, guys. Good idea. No worries. What are you going to do with the cash? I'm going to spoil myself for a change. That's the way. Yes. Treat yourself, Rachel. You've won a hundred bucks. Thanks to cre- yeah, that's it. Thanks to Creative Modular Homes, fast, fabulous, affordable. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes, and it is International Women's Day. And right across the morning, we've been celebrating. Every day, extraordinary women and the impact they've had on your life in particular, whether it's aunties, employers, your mum, your sister, your friends, you can nominate someone that is special to you via text 0488 and one triple three five three. But we're also talking with leaders in their fields. We've heard from sports people. We've heard from women in construction, and now tubes. Yes, we've got one of my favourite people in Hobart on one triple three five three, an inspiring leader in our community, an advocate for women's health, Dr. Kirsten Conan, Hobart specialist, obstetrician, and gynaecologist, joins us on the line. Good morning, Dr. Kirsten. Good morning, Tubes. How are you? We're going great, Kirsten. As one of Hobart's leading gynaecologists and women's health advocates, what are some of the issues you've been seeing holding women back and and in your profession in particular? Yeah, that's a great question. Look, there are so many things that um, in women's healthcare that we are still advocating for. Um, we know that research in women's healthcare is far behind where um, research is for men's healthcare, less funding, less opportunities for women in relationship to um, jobs in the workplace. We also know that for women who do hold their jobs, there are obviously lots of challenges like the pregnancy penalty that happens when you have babies, the responsibility at home, um, the challenges of having to work when you've got chronic health conditions um, and missing work and missing school and those sorts of things. So lots of areas that we've got to keep working on. And and so what about, we heard earlier from an incredible woman in construction, Mel Ransley, and she was saying when she first got into construction, all the uniforms were for men, the shoes were too big and it's taken quite a lot of time for her to get the tools and clothing that she needed. Do you see that in your profession? Absolutely, Woody. We, we um, you know, we've done lots of work over the last couple of decades to try and improve things. Specifically in um, obstetrics and gynaecology, when I first started, it was a really male-dominated area. Now we're flipping that and we're seeing that more than 80% of trainees that are coming through to become obstetricians and gynaecologists are females and so it's had to push those conversations and changes. As an example, when I first started working and had my two children during my training to become a specialist, there were no opportunities in relationship to being able to breastfeed or to be able to pump if women were breastfeeding in the workplace and often we were doing that in toilet cubicles Mm -hmm. or in closets that we found. Um, Still in the workplace now for those of us that are gynaecological surgeons um, surgical instruments are made for male hands and so often I can't close the handpiece when I'm doing a hysterectomy I've got to get someone else who's next to me to press the button because I can't actually retract 
the wow. finger piece whilst pressing the thumb piece and so you think that those kind of things should be really um, up to date these days knowing that the workplace has changed but should have always been created for both men and women equally. So we have come a long way towards that but we still do have a lot of work to do. Can you talk us through some of the positive initiatives happening in our state to improve things like that for Tasmanian women and girls? Yeah gosh we've had some really great changes haven't we yeah. recently in Tasmania and particularly love the project that rolled out last year in response to a schoolgirls request from the Premier and that is the, the availability of free period products in schools, in particular in state schools and that's such a huge initiative. We know for many young girls they're not able to go to school when they've got their period mm. um, because they're embarrassed or they're at risk of um, being shamed in relationship to revealing that they've got their period and so that's just one of the many great initiatives. Just more recently, Women's Health Tasmania has set up a reproductive choice um, website that allows women now to be able to find out where they can seek counselling or where they could seek medical or surgical treatment in relationship to unplanned pregnancies. And we know unplanned pregnancies are a huge challenge for women across Australia. It's amazing, Kirsten, the work that you do. I've had a personal connection with you in the development of our family. We wouldn't have our little Molly or little Ray without you. I'm I'm so in yeah. debt to you, but you are an inspiring female in society. Your honesty and candour is amazing. Who are some of the women that you look up to in your life? Gosh, there are so many, but mm. in particular, um, I'm currently in Sydney, just about to attend the Australian Gynecological Conference, and we're about to have our first female president ever, which is super exciting, just breaking that glass ceiling, and that's Rachel Greed, and she's been a great mentor and inspiration to me. In Hobart, I'm uh, particularly fond of Bernadette Black, who, as you both might know, set up the Brave Foundation, yeah. so broke that stereotype of being a mum with an unplanned pregnancy as a teenager, and is now paying that back to hundreds hundreds and thousands of women across Australia in relationship to giving them support and educational pathways to get back into the workplace to break that cycle um, that often meant that as a teenage pregnant mum then you lost your ability to get back into the workplace and be independent and provide yourself a long-term sustainable future. Well Dr Kirsten Conan, Hobart specialist, obstetrician and gynaecologist, happy International Women's Day. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thanks so much, Woody and Tubes. Have a great day. It's Triple M Breakfast. Celebrating International Women's Day and we have already heard from leading Tassie females in health, sport and, of course, construction. But it's also about the women in your life. Yes, we're taking nominations for International Women's Day, the women that inspire you. One triple three five three is the number, just like Neil in Dodgers Ferry has given us a call. Good morning, Neil. G'day, mate. How are we? Great. Who would you like to nominate? I'd like to nominate Esther, the pharmacist down at uh, the Tasman Pharmacy down at Newbina. I know. I She's filled out my medication a few times, and I know that because when I walked in, they were all talking about Esther, and I thought, <laughs> they couldn't be talking about me because that's my real name. And it was <laughs> Esther the pharmacist. Um, yeah. Sh- she's incredible. Um, what yeah. is there a couple of things in particular you would like to point out? Oh, well, she just goes above and beyond, yeah. is, uh, you know, rather than, you know, manages to talk to the customers really well, rather than, you know, you find that some pharmacy situation that sort of, you know, you feel a bit uncomfortable. She tends to make all the uh, customers feel comfortable. 
Had Great. a bloody awesome job and everyone misses her when she's not there. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was lovely to me. We had a good laugh. Shout out to Esther leading the way down oh. there at the pharmacy in Eubina. We got a text in from Luke Thank in you, Claremont Neil. who called in to nominate his wife, Kelly. She raises the kids while he works and does so much for their family. Mel in West Hobart is texting, Hi, Woody and Tubes. I'm lucky to be surrounded by so many amazing women from my mum to my boss, to my friends and colleagues. I'm grateful for their companionship, advice and compassion. My advice for myself and other women this International Women's Day is don't be afraid to be bold. Wear what you want. Do the things that scare you. Don't apologize for everything. Be the change you want to see, however big or small that may be. That's a really great text from Mel in West Hobart. Jimmy in Kingston. Morning, Woody and Tubes. International Women's Day. I want to acknowledge my wife, Lou. She inspires me every day through a friendship with others. She always tries to bring us up and support the women around her, empowering them and never putting them down. She always gives so much in her relationships, never expecting anything in return. That's a wonderful text, Jimmy. And Mary in Blackman's Bay, I have a family of strong and inspirational women. I have three daughters, all who have worked hard to succeed. They've encouraged and supported me through the challenges I have faced. I have sisters who I can always rely on and I know I can call them if ever I need. And I had a mum who would never judge and always encourage me to make my own decisions. And now I have granddaughters that I can sit back and enjoy watching them grow to be beautiful and inspiring women just like their mums. That's wonderful. It's, uh, and I love that women supporting women because I think for so long we were pitted against each other because yep. the jobs for women were so few and far between. And I love that. I love that supporting women. Happy International Women's yeah. Day to all of our women out there. You can do that on 0488881073 or give us a call one triple three five three. Nominate the women in your lives. This is Woody and Tubes. Thank you to everyone that joined us throughout the show. And for everyone that nominated a special woman in their life for International Women's Day, geez, we had some good ones, didn't we? We certainly did. It is so, about it's about embracing unity, but and also equity. They're every equity and unity. these women, incredible women, are a part of all of our lives, aren't they? they Whether are. it be your mum, your auntie, your partner. No, they're all wonderful. Shout We're, out to my mum and Erin, my partner. Wonderful, wonderful human beings. Yeah. Uh, we are going to get out of here, but have a great day. If you want to keep texting us, you can. 0488 Well, that was a great show, wasn't it, Woods? I loved that. I loved it because so many strong Tasmanian women that we spoke to, leaders in their field of sport, health as well as construction, but also everyday, everyday Tasmanians that are doing incredible things and making an impact. And one of the most important impacts has to be like being a mother, right? Yeah, 100%. If, you're, if you are a mother, how you raise the next generation. 100%. I loved every part of today's show and I think that International Women's Day should be every single day. We need to start embracing that equality and that's what we're all about here on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tube. So thanks to all of you that came in and sent a message or sent a message call in and our special guests as well. It was just a really great show. Genuinely one of my favourites that we've ever done. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And thank you for supporting International Women's Day and women's rights as you do. And that is the nicest thing I've ever said to you. I feel a bit sick. I didn't realise you were talking to me. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what it's like? You go to your brother, I love you, and you do kind of this distant hug. (laughs) That's what it felt like saying that. But it was true. (laughs) 
Woody and Tubes. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.